Percy, let me ask a question. Is it enough to only attend to one's physical needs when addressing sickness and disease? Well, Wayne, I think it's fair to say that our current culture is much more dialed into the reality of addressing health and wellness from a 360-degree approach, mental, emotional, and spiritual, as well as physical. Let's put this concept in our virtual blender and chop it up today for discussion. How about that? All right. All right. We're going to talk again with Dr. Daniel Kelman, who discusses the value of the whole man, mind, body, and spirit. The following program is produced and sponsored by City of Hope, a world leader in cancer research, treatment, and prevention. Information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. This is Health, Hope, and Inspiration, a weekly podcast with our host, Percy McRae. Percy is National Director of Specialized Outreach for City of Hope, and I'm Wayne Shepard. Now, the guest we're going to hear today, Percy, was with us a few weeks ago, and we learned about him. He's a naturopathic provider at City of Hope. Absolutely. He's a wonderful man. He has a compassionate heart. And today we're going to really talk about kind of some of his spiritual diversity that has helped to form and and equip him for the work that he does But again, the understanding of looking at the whole person care of individuals dealing with sickness and disease. We're going to be blessed today. Okay, so stay tuned for that conversation to come in just a few moments here on Health, Hope, and Inspiration, which I hope you've subscribed to as a podcast that makes it easy to never miss an episode. It'll come automatically once you've subscribed through Apple Podcasts or Google Play or other podcast platforms or simply at our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Now, at that website, we often invite you to send your comments and questions. Uh, Percy, this comes from Golden Valley, Arizona. This person says, where can I get the nutritional content of the recipes in your cancer-preventing cookbook. Again, thank you for all of the comments, and thank you from Golden Valley. Uh, I am currently working on updating that uh, resource, and we are going to include the actual nutritional content for those recipes. Uh, When we originally wrote that well over five, six years ago, uh, we didn't think to add that dynamic. And so we're working on updating uh, that resource. So please stay tuned. And uh, that'll be coming out uh, when we have all of that information to put in there. Thank you so much and continue to look uh, for all of the resources that we have available to you. Yep. Including this week's featured resource, The Pursuit of Quality Living. That's available right now. And we'll talk more about it later, but you can check it out now, even as you listen at healthhopeandinspiration.com. All right, let's turn to the scriptures. Absolutely. Our spiritual nugget for today is 3 John chapter 1, verse number 2. 3 John uh, chapter 1, verse number 2, and it's going to fit well with the theme of today's conversation, and it is this. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things, not some things, not a few things, not one thing, but in all things. What are all of those things? <laughs> and be in health just as your soul prosperous. And we know from a definition, at least from a kind of a Christian perspective, our soul is our mind, our will, our emotions, as well as our physical well-being and spirit. So today, uh, we're going to continue the discussion about whole person support. And we're going to talk a little bit about the value of spirituality from this particular person, uh, Dr. Kelman, when we hear from him today. 
Thank you, Percy. And let me mention before we hear from our guest today that this is his second time to be with us. The first conversation with Percy took place back on program number 375. So you can always go back and listen to that anytime that you have uh, available to you. Listen on demand, number 375 in our series as uh, we meet Daniel Kelman and continue the conversation in just a moment here today. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider City of Hope with locations from coast to coast. Their team of more than 11,000 includes researchers, associates, scientists, doctors, nurses, allied health professionals, graduate students, fundraising specialists, marketing professionals, volunteers, and support staff, all united by their desire to find cures and save lives. City of Hope is dedicated to tailoring a combination of cancer treatments to the needs of each individual patient. From advanced genomic testing to state-of-the-art technologies and evidence-informed supportive care therapies that target cancer-related side effects, comprehensive services are delivered by a team of cancer experts. Their national network also includes many clinical care locations, offering consultations and other medical services in a convenient outpatient setting. So visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about City of Hope. Or contact a member of their team with questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling 866-712-HOPE. That's 866-712-4673. City of Hope uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Hey, 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 it's me, Pastor P. I'm back, the cancer pastor. And uh, you know me. You know what I do. We have compelling conversation about cancer and all elements and aspects about it, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual. And today uh, I'm bringing back to the virtual HHI studio uh, Dr. Daniel Kilman. He was with us previously uh, a naturopath who has been uh, serving in that capacity, graduated from naturopathic school in 1998, has been with uh, City of Hope uh, now for 17 years in that capacity. And we talked earlier uh, in a previous conversation about the motivation of why he became a naturopath and what did that mean to him. And then we talked about, obviously, what naturopathic services are and, and in some cases addressed misnomers about naturopathic uh, services. There's a lot of misunderstanding sometimes and, and maybe even possibly, dare I say, abuse around quote-unquote uh, alternative uh, processes to treatment and cancer. And I, I think we set the record straight there on how we can be balanced with regard to the role of naturopathic services in a medical clinical environment and setting uh, on the best interest and behalf of cancer patients. So we're not going to talk about any of that. But I do want to circle back uh, with uh Dr. Kelman and talk about, uh, we mentioned it before, some elements, uh, because he brought it up with regard to, at least philosophically, naturopathic medicine uh, uh, includes the idea of the whole person and how that can be integrated with regard to wellness and the approach of dealing with the issues of sickness and disease. And that certainly falls into the purview of cancer. Uh, and one of the things that he mentioned was spirituality. And I want to have a conversation a little bit about his thoughts and maybe his even his own personal uh, intrinsic dynamic of spirituality and faith. And so welcome back to the show, Doc. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. Glad to be back with you. Well, I'm glad you could continue to be with me. I know you're a busy guy. You know, you should be seeing patients. You're there to see patients, but you've been able to take some time to kind of hang out with me, and I appreciate that. 
Well, as stated in the opening, uh, naturopathic services and naturopathic schools of thought from a philosophical idea is looking at the whole person in in a in a in a complementary way, in in a in an integrative way, uh, not in a silo, not isolated, you know, as as just kind of this side thing that you know which can happen with us. And I think it's just the nature of who we are as human beings. And certainly in some cases in in the Western world where we can just kind of get obsessed with one thing and then we want to just focus on that. And that's all that we do. And that's the only thing that that we wrap our heart and our hands around. And one of the things I learned earlier on as I was growing and developing from a spiritual care perspective is, you know, not to get in a ditch. You know, we need to have find balance. You know, balance is important in every aspect and every dynamic of who we are as people because we can get left or right. And then next thing you know, we can overdo anything and take things out of its context that then becomes harmful to us. And we don't want that to be the case. But you mentioned uh, in our last conversation, and for folks who didn't hear that, please go back and listen to that last conversation. You'll be blessed. Is uh, is the dynamic of spirituality being part of the integration or the whole person approach of 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 attempting to address illness and health and wellness? Um, you yourself have a background uh, from a, a a Jewish perspective, and I, I'd love for you to share wherever you're comfortable with regard to your uh, intrinsic uh, personal faith and what does that mean to you. And then let's transition into, from your perspective, the value of spirituality and faith, if you will, from a healthcare perspective and on the journey of people who are dealing with cancer as you understand it, my friend. Yeah, well, I grew up in a Judeo-Christian setting. Uh, My mom's side of the family were actually uh, Irish Catholics that that came over from Ireland Mm. and uh, settled in Newfoundland and then eventually in New York. Um, And my father's side was uh, actually uh, Ukrainian uh, Jewish folks that were uh, escaping persecution and the Bolshevik revolution. And, 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 our conti- and our continued prayers for what's going on in Ukraine, even as we speak right now at this recording. I appreciate amen. It. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. They, they actually had to change their name when they came across Ellis Island because of the, uh, the Russian spies that were trying to seek them out. Wow. Um, so that's how the name Kelman actually came from. They picked it from a, either on the wall or a sponsor, mm-hmm. um, because that was actually a, a British name, uh, in the Isle of Wight in England, mm-hmm. um, interestingly, but, uh, Kelman is actually a, in the, in the U S, uh, more of a, a Jewish name that, okay. that you'll see. Okay. Um, and so, you know, from a personal kind of faith background, um, I was, you know, lucky to grow up in a, in a very, not only, um, from a religious background standpoint, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. also from a deeply spiritual perspective. Um, and that's and, an important distinction, Doc, very important. And and also to be open to others and, and other schools of thought, you know, even within my own family, um, you know, we have all different denominations of Christians, um, you know, the, the siblings and cousins marrying mm-hmm. off into um, various uh, denominations and you know, uh, even uh, some uh, Muslim uh, in in our family yeah. and extended yeah. family. Um, you know, as as so much of our country is a melting pot, as yes. families uh, become more diverse, um, we've been lucky to be um, exposed to so many different uh, religious faiths and spiritual backgrounds that it's led to so much 
learning, discovery, great conversations. Yes. And yes. one thing that I do appreciate about the Jewish faith is that they teach to not just accept things blindly, hmm. to, um, to, to really try to get an inner knowing and an understanding for yourself in a, yeah. in a relationship with a higher power and, and God. Yeah. Um, so that has really, I think, built a good foundation for me as I've kind of chosen my path and profession, um, because I feel like I can relate to a lot of different kinds of people. Um, and, uh, and, and I, I know that from a spiritual perspective, it is so important to remain optimistic and hopeful when you're facing a health challenge. Um, and, and that's something here that I, I really would love to talk a little bit more about. Oh, absolutely. Oh. I mean, first of all, there are so many things that you said there, Doc, that, that has my direct attention. I'm so excited about, first and foremost, the distinction between being religious versus being spiritual and understanding the dynamic of that. And then, of course, the dynamic of, and I think it's important as a disclaimer to make sure that we're clear that at the City of Hope, you know, uh, we are interfaith. You know, we are not a, a specific religious or spiritual organization. We are not even a faith-based organization. We're faith-friendly at the end of the day, and we are here to love, support, and encourage anyone of any faith background and orientation and and to love you where you are and to nurture you where you are on your terms. And so and then the third thing that you said that was profound, that's a book title as far as I'm concerned, is one of the things that you derive from your your Jewish orientation is being and I'll, I'm going to paraphrase if I misstate that you can correct me of being a learned person of why you believe what you believe, you know, understanding and, and having a sense of discovery versus just kind of blindly following something or adhering to something and, and just being uh, engaged around understanding what that really means and why that's important to you. And then lastly, of course, um, you know, one of the most profound areas that incorporates and empowers people around being hopeful is the idea of a faith in a higher power that can drive one's hope, drive one's anticipation and drive one's sense of expectation that in many cases there are other disciplines that can't quite bridge over into that to the depth that spirituality or faith can do because it allows people to really dig into something that Number one, that they can manage. So you don't need a prescription and you don't need anyone's permission to be spiritual. You can do that on your own time, on your own terms, and you don't need permission to do that. And I think it's a very powerful dynamic. So let's talk about that in, in this regard. Your experience, again, as a naturopath, and again, we've, we've, we've already unpacked what that is and what that means. Um, what do you think the value or importance of spirituality and or faith can be for people who are on a cancer journey or on a healthcare journey? What do you think the value of that is at the end of the day beyond going to church, beyond, you know, having a name or a, a team or a title? What does that mean to people intrinsically and how does it empower them or how can it empower them? Well, one thing that I always say to patients is what are the elements that can keep you hopeful yeah. and optimistic? Yeah, yeah. Because I think as humans, we're very accustomed to setting goals, to to visualizing ourselves 
a week from now, a month from now, a year from now. <laughs> and, and when we do that, we can achieve those things. Mm. And the same can be applied to our healthcare journey and our optimism towards getting better and healing. Yeah. Um, so I think that we always need to assess what are the, the elements that can keep us hopeful. Okay. And so uh, if, it's, if somebody is really strong in their personal faith or their uh, community, at their church, mm-hmm. their synagogue, uh, whatever it may be for them. Yeah, their mosque, yeah, whatever, yeah. Then they have that that sort of foundation and that base to uh, to derive that inspiration. Mm. Um, maybe somebody has that already, but they they don't have the um, sort of uh, emotional um, aspects kind of covered that they're they're more kind of depressed and they don't have the serotonin flowing through their body and (laughs) um you know so so maybe those are some aspects they need to work on or for one it might be that they need better diet and better uh physical activity um so but i but i do believe because and i think i had mentioned it before in the last segment about you know the placebo effect and you know the 30 to 50 percent of your response to any medicine is really just the belief or hope that you're going to get better from it. Yeah. And on the yeah. opposite end of that, if you have despair, it can contribute to 30 to 50% of you not getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, so staying uplifted, and and there have been some studies where they've looked at uh, chemicals released in the body when when someone is uh, feeling hopeful or there's, there's options for them. Right moving forward in their care. And you do see um, the release of uh, pain blocking chemicals, mm. of immune factors, uh, natural killer cell activity going to higher levels. And, it, you know, it's it's in those moments where we're hopeful that we start to heal. Yeah. yeah. And so it, the the trick with cancer is that it can be so daunting and, and the messaging even from, you know, whether it's an oncologist or, um, you know, the uh, Dr. Google <laughs> the, nowadays, it, it can be daunting and it can, you know, constantly keep people in fear and despair. And, you know, and it's so important for people to be in hope and love as they go through treatment because it allows everything to work a lot better. It goes a lot smoother. Um, yes, it's not a walk in the park and, and I'm not trying to make it trivial, but it is so important to maintain that, whether it's your friends, your family, your church, right. your uh, physicians being hopeful for you, yeah. offering options, yeah. or your own personal strength. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and I appreciate that, Doc, and I, I, I thought that that was well articulated on so many levels. Uh, for you, I'm curious and I'm interested, I typically will ask this question of physicians if I know that they're, they, they also adhere to uh, a, a spiritual orientation, no matter what it may be. How does your sense of spirituality, of faith, uh, how does it help you to be able to do the work that you do? Because you made mention on your last comment, and I think it really is vital, uh, when patients know that their doc also has a kind of a, an abiding faith, if you will, I think it's a shot in the arm for for a patient who is also a person who believes in faith and spirituality. And even if it's not the same faith that is being shared, the idea that, you know, my doc also kind of has an, uh, a connection with, with a higher power. 
I think it matters in some cases to patients. What, what, what say you about that? Yeah. So, you know, what one analogy I, I tell patients is that, you know, they're the general of, of the army. You know, yeah. we're 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 just the army there working for them. And, you know, but but not to forget that there is a commander in chief up there, too. Mm. You know, and and, you know, some people like that kind of military perspective. Yeah. But, um, you know, it is something that we can always draw upon. We we can find hope in knowing that, you know, this sort of physical earthly existence that we have isn't everything. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, it's, there's a purpose. If, if, if we don't have purpose, then this is all just random. And you know, this, this disease is just terrible and, and, and such. But when I found patients to be able to connect to their spirituality, and they are able to remain hopeful and they can keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. They, they become even more whole yeah. moving forward. They, they're able to um, keep that purpose in mind. Yep. And that's, that's just everything. I, I mean, it, it brings tears sometimes in the room when, when you see people begin to heal in that way. Yeah. And on that same note, philosophically, would you say that that translates as well as being a practitioner supporting people? Uh, when when you dig into or draw upon your faith, because there's got to be days, Doc, that it's tough to sit before someone who's dealing with a cancer diagnosis. Uh, and, you know, and some days they're having tough days or they've got a, you know, a tough diagnosis or they got a bad report. Does that also allow you from a purpose driven perspective to be able to draw upon your faith that on some level, part of your purpose of, of being a naturopath or being a clinician is there to be there to support and help and hopefully help people process through uh, the process of sickness and disease? How does that translate for you personally? Yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean, this this has become more than just a. Um, a profession, a, a career. It's, mm. it's also a calling. Yeah. Um, and, and I have to stay spiritually aligned. I, I can't come in here with any, um, you know, pretenses during the, my, my morning, I have to, <laughs> I have to let all that go and say, okay, I'm jumping right into my mission because, um, you know, it's, it's not fair to the patients for one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but, everything kind of dissipates when you see people that are dealing with suffering. Yeah. And when you can stand with them and you can draw upon your own understanding of where you are and where you're going Mm -hmm. and, and your, your personal understanding, you can share that hopefulness. Um, and it's not just in your words, but there's also, um, a connection that's there an energetic and a spiritual connection. And when you can connect with people in that way, um, it just gives them so much comfort. Mm. And and that's what one of the real roles of a physician is to do is to, is to one educate and bring knowledge because that's very powerful, but it's also to comfort yeah. and to care. And, and ultimately that's love. Well, with that being said, doc, you know, you've been doing this for quite a while and uh, sounds like that you have your head, your heart, and your hands wrapped around the mission of your calling 
and, and the purpose of your calling. And today I salute you. I want you to know that as a colleague and a constituent, uh, I say thank you for what you are doing, what you have done, and what you continue to do. Because to your point, there is no greater group of people that are worthy to be served. There certainly are others that are equal to, but the cancer community is an amazing group of people who are fighting, who are striving, and who don't deserve to be dealing with the negative effects of this disease, but but deserve to have all of the love, compassion, and energy that we can rally around them with our respective uh, talents and abilities, and you certainly are doing that. Today, uh, you are a friend of Health, Hope, and Inspiration, and uh, I thank you for being a colleague of mine. You have heard from the one and only Dr. Daniel Kilman, who has given his perspective, his thoughts, his feelings around the value of spirituality, his own spirituality and walk, and how that aids and assists him. Thank you so much for caring and for sharing today, my friend. Love you. Thank you so much for all that you've done for for so many patients through the years, too. We've been doing all this together for a long time. And uh, you know, what a blessing and honor to be in this position. So love you, brother. All right. Well, let's stay in touch and we'll circle back and, and follow up and talk about some other things at another time. Today, you have been witness to health and hope and inspiration. God bless. Thank you, Percy. He'll be back with us in a moment. There were some things they talked about that I think we need to follow up with Percy on, so we'll do that momentarily. If you ever wanted to find answers to your cancer-related questions with City of Hope for Alexa, now you can. The Cancer Center for Alexa Skill is a voice-activated question and answer tool empowering users to ask Alexa questions they may have about cancer or services available at City of Hope. The skill can answer over 800 questions on more than 40 different cancer types, symptoms, risk factors, and treatment options. To access this tool, you or anyone you support can simply say Alexa Enable Cancer Center to any Amazon device. You can also access this tool on any smartphone by downloading the Alexa app. Well, this was the second conversation we featured with Daniel Kelman on uh, this program, Percy, and I thank you for bringing him back to us today because he's a naturopathic provider, one of many at City of Hope, right? Absolutely. And again, this is kind of part of the complementary or uh, uh, integrative medicine, whole person care that is offered at City of Hope. And, and not just looking at, you know, the medical side of things, which is vital and important, and everyone should continue to make sure that they have a very good working relationship with their medical health care provider and, and follow their treatment plans accordingly. But as he unpacked in his earlier conversation that you made reference to, that from a naturopathic perspective, uh, philosophically, is about looking at the whole person, all mm -hmm. of the other elements that that make up who we are, not just that we're physical but there's a mental, there's an emotional and a, and a spiritual perspective. And he kind of unpacked some of his own spirituality and yeah. to tie into that school of thought. Yeah, I want to talk about that in a moment. But I also want to say that it's incredible how important this whole area of naturopathic support has become in this arena. Oh, yeah, really, it has. Because first of all, um, and I forget uh, the study, but there there has been numbers that have been floated around that a large number of people who are coming into a conventional healthcare setting are already utilizing some sort of kind of naturopathic or a complementary, uh, you know, support. And certainly botanicals, supplements, herbs, that sort of thing. If you look at Walgreens and your local, you know, pharmacy, it's a whole section dedicated just to being able to purchase those type of supplements. So being able to incorporate that in a medical setting where 
uh, there's a naturopathic provider who's in conversation and orchestration with one's medical provider simply makes sense because we want to make sure that there's not anything being done that may be counterintuitive to one's medical care and their medical plan, but they're working hand in hand with each other. Yeah. And then to go back to that spiritual you mentioned a moment ago, the combination of spiritual influences on him was fascinating. Really? Yeah. You know, his dad was Jewish. uh, And again, I know near and dear to your heart, uh, Jewish Ukrainian, he mentioned. And, you know, we kind of talked a little bit about that, who escaped persecution, Mm -hmm. you know, from the uh, Bolshevik revolution, uh, hiding from Russian spies. And lo and behold, here we are still kind of having some kind of conversation (laughs) about what's going on. I I have so many Ukrainian friends, right? Yeah, it's amazing. But he he wanted it to be understood that, you know, he has a very diverse religious and spiritual orientation from a family perspective, that many of his family members are Christians. Some of them are actually Muslims. And he says it makes for great discovery and conversation during family times and holidays, and that he has learned a lot. And I think that's the operative dynamic of at least understanding and appreciating other people's uh, spiritual orientation. And he said that that has suited him well for the work that he does at City of Hope, because again, as referenced before, uh, we are a faith-friendly organization. We are not faith-based. And anyone who comes through the front doors of our uh, uh, healthcare setting uh, who has a spiritual orientation, we are committed to making sure that they're being supported from that orientation and respected accordingly as they opt into spiritual support. We're not there to tell them what to believe or what uh, what not to do. We are there to support them in their journey based upon what their spiritual needs are. So he felt like that that really has equipped him well to do the work that he does within the walls of City of Hope. When patients come along and this opportunity for naturopathic support is is offered, sometimes it can be kind of a new thing to people, can it? How, how easily accepted is it? Well, ironically, uh, again, there are a large number of people who are actually kind of doing their own thing from a naturopathic perspective without having any real guidance. And in some cases, they may be actually seeing someone who's not licensed Uh or who has not had proper training. And so uh, it's actually more commonplace. Well, think about, you know, the the supplement area in in your local, you know, pharmacy. Oh, right. People are just kind of self-prescribing things that, you know, they may think may be of value and benefit. Endless possibilities. Yeah, absolutely. But is it, but does it make sense within the, the care plan of what they're doing from a cancer care perspective or with regard to their conventional uh, medical treatment plan. And so there are those who are certainly uh, utilizing that. And then there, in some cases, there are people that there are some things that may be very new to them as a school of thought that this additional added support, not to take the place of conventional medical care, but to be a supplement to and with uh, can be something new and, 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 and revolutionary to, to one's thought process and approach to sickness and disease. So there are those that that may be on the back end of the learning curve, and there may be some who've yeah. already kind of gone down that rabbit hole, if mm-hmm. you will, but may need some direction and some refocusing from a, a clinically trained uh, and licensed uh, naturopath. But I, I gather that, generally speaking, patients buy in very quickly because they see the advantages. Absolutely. And again, they're, they're, they're absolutely infused and enthusiastic with the idea that that's part of their clinical team, that there's mm-hmm. another, again, there's another right. tool. It's part in of their the whole. Yes, that's right. exactly right. Yep. It's there to support the whole personage of their being. And, and that does give people a sense of confidence and a sense of hope in moving forward that uh, all things are being utilized 
that's in the best interest of their medical journey for sure. No right. doubt well, thank it. you for that. Yeah. Earlier, I mentioned our resource, The Pursuit of Quality Living. Do you want to say a word about this? Yeah, this is a great resource. And the idea here is to address the philosophical notion that obviously when people are dealing with cancer and the treatment of cancer, uh, what type of quality of life are they living, right? And, and again, depending on who you talk to, quality of life is very subjective. It depends on what's important to you. But this, this resource is designed to give people something to think about with regard to pursuing those elements and aspects of their life that has qualitative dynamics that's important to them, relationships, family, uh, et cetera, et cetera, that then that can become a focused uh, element and emphasis in their life that they can begin to work on. And here's the key to that is that one of the things that cancer patients tend to struggle with is loss of control, right? Mm -hmm. And and beginning to look at the things that add uh, are quality added, quality value added elements to you may be some things that are within your control that you can do and that you can kind of take control of. And so this document is designed to just simply give people kind of a roadmap of things to pursue from a qualitative living perspective. Well, you'll benefit from this, no doubt, when you download it at healthhopeandinspiration.com. It's called The Pursuit of Quality Living. Mm -hmm. Earlier, you quoted scripture, 3 John 1, verse 2. Can we return to that in conclusion today? Yep. So as we go, spiritual nugget, beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things, mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical. We're not one-dimensional. There is a composite that makes up who we are. Well, according to this scripture, uh, this, this writer says, I'm praying that you're going to prosper in all of those areas and be in health. Notice that health is associated with just uh, not just physical, but with multiple elements that make us who we are, which is what we call whole person, holistic care. Uh, just as your soul prospers, your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. So today we want to encourage people to pursue health holistically from a 360 degree perspective uh, and understand that they all feed off of each other and they all uh, complement one another. And so when we neglect or, or ignore one of those elements, it can impact the other. How much of our sickness, physical sickness and disease may be a derivative of, of emotional damage or, or mental uh, struggles or what have you. So again, understanding and putting all of those in its proper perspective and pursuing that gives us an opportunity to prosper in all things from a healthcare perspective. Well, Percy, again, you've uh, helped us a great deal here today. We appreciate you putting together the outlines and the conversations here and the guests that you bring to the podcast. Thank you for doing all of that. And thank you for joining us for Health, Hope and Inspiration. Percy, you want to wrap up today? Well, in your pursuit of a physical well-being, remember that there is a spiritual well-being that goes along with that or holistic care. So while you're pursuing that, remember, we've got work to do. So let's keep chopping the wood. God bless. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is sponsored by and produced by City of Hope, a world leader in cancer research, treatment, and prevention. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider City of Hope, a world leader in cancer research, treatment, and prevention. Our hospitals in California, Georgia, Illinois, and Arizona are dedicated to making a difference in the lives of cancer patients. Our team of more than 11,000 includes researchers, associates, scientists, doctors, nurses, allied health professionals, 
graduate students, fundraising specialists, marketing professionals, and volunteers and support staff, all united by our desire to find cures and save lives. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialist about questions you may have about your treatment options. City of Hope is dedicated to tailoring a combination of cancer treatments to the needs of each individual patient. From advanced genomic testing to state-of-the-art technologies and evidence-informed supportive care therapies like spiritual support that target cancer-related side effects, comprehensive services are delivered by a team of cancer experts. Our national network also includes many clinical care locations, offering consultations and other medical services in a convenient outpatient setting. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.